So it's not too often that patients have the luxury of paying what they can afford, right, um, when they visit a doctor. One Bloemfontein doctor, though, who has just opened his doors just a few weeks ago, is hoping to change people's lives, whether they can afford, uh, like we said earlier, 10 rand or 500 or 1,000 rand. Uh, he is always willing to open up his doors and assist you. So now we're joined on the line by Dr. Paola, Paolo Devalor. Maybe he should explain. It's Val de Oloros. Val de Oloros. Yeah. Dr. Paolo. <laughs> hello, hello. Quite a, tongue, quite a tongue twister of a surname there. Maybe you should <laughs> teach me how to pronounce it. No, that's all right. It's the Val de Oloros. It's okay. Val de Oloros. Val de Oloros. Okay. So, there Dr. Paolo. Dr. Paolo, we have been going back and forth in the studio with uh, Lelo here with me, and we just are loving what you are doing. What are, what are some of the reasons behind offering the service to the community of, of Bloemfontein? Well, I didn't choose Bloemfontein. I just happened to, to be here at the time mm. I decided to, to start this. So the, the, the location is just coincidental. Um, the, um, the model, if you want to call it that way, the practice model in terms of people paying whatever they can afford um, that I believe uh, is God-inspired mm. because it's not it's not human logic. Uh, you know, it's, it goes against natural. Uh, I've said before, my my accountant was 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 almost having a stroke when I explained. I to can imagine. I, to. <laughs> <laughs> I can completely. So, um, mm. Because you know, we, we we concentrate on the figures and everything else. So mm. I believe that we we all on this planet to help others. Okay, and mm. uh, and we're not here for ourselves. So. Everyone should be should have access to medical services, whether they can afford the the the, the standard fees or not. Um, so basically, I want to help people. I've wanted that, to do that since since I was a small boy, and I intended to, to become a doctor at some stage back then. Um, so you know, that's basically you know, to me, to me, it's it's, it's a natural progression of my life. Yeah. And so we started four weeks ago. It's the uh, beginning of the first week. And I've been mesmerized, astonished, bewildered. My mouth is opened with all, at all the, all the fuss, so to speak, if I can use that word, over the last three weeks. Um, and I, of course, I'm beginning to understand it because people explain how they see it and how they feel it. But to me, it was, it was just normal work. That's, that's, that's the way I must, I must do it. Maybe, um, yeah, Doc, maybe I'm also thinking like your accountant here, because now I'm wondering, okay, so your dispensary has to, you know, constantly be stocked with medication. Yes, You've yes, got yes. stuff that needs to be paid at the end of the month. Yes. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that where you are operating from, you need to either pay rent or a bond pay or rent. something. Yes, yeah. um, and so where is all of, the, like, how are you anticipating okay, that you'll stay afloat? Remember, yeah, remember that these questions, please, presuppose uh, a few a few things which are not always correct so the, one of the presuppositions is that uh, nobody's going to pay anything mm, remember there mm. will be there is income um it is obviously not not equivalent to the standard fees i mean that will be obvious so if i see 20 patients in a day i will not get 20 times whatever the standard fees in a specific region of the country yeah okay but then you've got to modify the way you run the practice. You've got to modify the way you run your life. Mm. Um, so you've got to adapt the life to the income. Uh, we have, um, yes, we, we buy basic medication because we, we, we give out the basic medication as any man it is needed. So we treat everybody the same way. It's not just for people who, who may be unemployed or have no money. It's uh, people that, whose medical aid may be depleted, people that only have hospital plans. Mm. And so they've got to pay out of their pockets for day to day. So we... Uh, I see the patients, I take care of them, I do everything that must be done and more, 
and then we give them medication and when, when it's all finished they go back to reception and they make a decision as to what they can afford so, so you don't do you don't those. say that for today's uh, consultation you owe me 500 rand they will just no 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 there's no set fee at all there's no minimum there's no there's nothing so when they arrive at reception after after receiving the service mm. um, they then pay whatever they can afford. So uh, my staff is well trained. The answer to any questions about fees or about what the previous person paid is always the same. The answer is you pay what you can afford. Mm. Um, look, everybody's been to a doctor, even the people, uh, and everybody, everybody before has been to, to to a doctor before. So they know they know what they've paid before. Yeah. So it's basically between them and their pocket and their conscience and their God. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really got, I know there's a lot of fuss being made about the numbers, but the purpose here is to is to is to deliver a service. Yeah. It's to take care of people, to change their lives, to improve their lives, not just physically but emotionally, to touch the inner person, the real person within. You know, this world is 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 is, is a tough place. It's a jungle, and the majority of people are not coping. Yeah. Um, and it's not always a physical thing, and that's where I aim to touch people as well. So that is the purpose here. The money will follow. The money yeah. will follow. Uh, we've been here for four weeks. Obviously, the first week was, I mean, we saw 10 patients in the first week. Mm-hmm. To give you an idea, uh, on Friday, I saw 29. That was a bit excessive. I think I can, I think today we're sitting on about 21, which is probably the average. But, um, and that's just within four weeks. So, um, it's, it's, it's a matter of, uh, yeah, it's a matter of adapting. You, you, yeah. we'll just have to adapt because, because, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't begin something like this uh, with with any preconceived ideas as to what income. I believe that I'm the doctor here. I do the job of a doctor. I manage the practice. I believe that God is the boss, as it were, and He will take care of it. And we will be here. Um, oh, nice. uh, we'll we'll be here in three months, in six months. I mean, some of the people that in ten years already, you are going to be there. Yeah, yes, we believe. You know, they've already said uh, we want to interview again in three months to see. How's it, how it's going? <laughs> so, 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 Doc, you also studied medicine at quite a ripe age, at yes, uh, 45. I, yes, I started at 46. Oh. I started medicine at, at 40, yeah, 45. I did uh, the BSc first year because my matric was too old to be considered. Mm. Uh, I matriculated in 78. So when we came, I came from Mozambique when I was 14. When we came in that year, we, uh, due to political issues at the time, we, we, we had to, we came without anything, so we had nothing, there was no money, um, and, um, and, uh, so there was no money to study after school. Yeah. So, uh, uh, later on in life, one day I woke up when I was 45 and I decided that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna die without even trying. If I don't get in, I don't get in. Oh. So, um, I did try and the rest is history. <laughs> oh. So I finished it at 51, yes. I'm and we're 50. so glad that you tried and you succeeded because now you are giving a, a much-needed service to the people. Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad I could have reached this, uh, this, this milestone, if I, if I can put it that way. Yeah. It's never too late, right? They say that um, there's never an expiry date for education. So you're inspiring, I think, a lot of people who are listening to you today. Yes, no, it's never too late. If you have a dream, you must pursue it because it doesn't mean that you will necessarily complete it. It all depends on many, many, many factors. Mm. But you must at least have pursued it. Yeah, you know, to to give up without without pursuing it is is is, is probably worse than not, you know, than, than than pursuing it and not being able to do it for whatever reason. Thank you so, so much. I'm, I'm very glad.
to have to have to have gone this route, Doctor Valdo Le Ross. I did say it right, right, Doctor Paolo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. We think what you're doing is so noble. I can't wait to go to Bloemfontein. I'm definitely coming for a consultation. Um, <laughs> and all the best to your practice, to you and your practice. Thank I know you. that you guys will have many more years uh, of 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 servicing the people of Bloemfontein. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank you so Thank much. You. God bless. Thank Le- you. Bye. Bye-bye.